Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Easy Sports Podcast. It is, I don't know, February 28th? Yeah. Thursday. Thursday, February 28th. We're recording here. It's about dinner time. Both of us are fucking starving. Yeah, we're a little um, angry. But, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> before we get into anything, okay. you came in here hangrier than usual. You no, were I'm, steaming. I was... I was frustrated mm-hmm. uh, with a set of circumstances that are not my fault. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to get that out of there first. Okay. That were not my fault because, all right, so by our studio, there's this parking garage and you pull in and there's a little like unit where you punch in your license plate number, select the time that you need to be in the parking garage, and then you go. Like you put your pre- credit card in, move on, whatever. Sounds super simple and reliable, Zach. Was yep. that your experience? Yeah, very easy. <laughs> Super basic, loved everything about this awesome system that never breaks, um, except for today, where I come in, I park my car, um, get out, walk over to the unit, punch in my license plate, and eh, not there. I went, okay, that was weird. Maybe I entered it in wrong, whatever. Tried it again, and eh, not there. I was like, okay, fine. Like, no big deal. I'm not, I'm not stressed about it at all. Call their little helpline. They're like, oh, like maybe just like go out of the lot if it didn't register you it's not going to charge you so just go out and come back in you know maybe it didn't catch you when you came in uh, sure which they immediately assumed that i just flew into the parking <laughs> lot at like 100 miles an hour um um and so i was like okay yeah whatever i'll just do that went back to my car got in it drove around you know went out literally just did a u-turn back into the lot uh through the entry gate went back over to the machine and nothing and I just, it's such a minor thing for me to be so fucking angry about, but such I was a minor so mad that it just kept declining my card and, or like saying my license plate wasn't there and then like not processing my card or whatever. Did it charge um, you though? Like momentarily. Oh, okay. It, like I put my card in and I think it charged me. If I'd like recheck my credit card statement, I'm sure it would say like charge me and then it came off. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm like just sitting there frustrated out of my mind. So I call the fucking people and I'm like, I, I what do I do? Because I can't pay and I want to get a ticket because from the way they describe it, they're expensive and I don't want to deal with that. Um, well, did so, you know that there's a super convenient app that you can tell them? I found that out. <laughs> so I went on the app and I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just sign in with my Facebook, move on, whatever. No. You have to make an individual account. (laughs) You can't use your Facebook. You can't use your Google, like, ID. You have to just sign in with your email, wait for the verification, verified it. The only redeeming factor were two things. Mm -hmm. One, it'll let me sign in with Face ID. Perfect. And two, I didn't have to enter any credit card information in because it just used my Apple Pay. So thank God (laughs) for that because... I was on the verge of reaching through the phone, figuring out a way to reach through the phone and pull them out just to show them my car is here. I can see it from where I'm this glass booth I'm standing in to like the middle of the parking lot where my car is parked. Like, what do you want me to do? Um, But they were sort of helpful. They did tell me they're like, you'll still get a ticket. And I was like, for your fucking system not working. That seems fair. 
cool. I'm kind of surprised they like didn't let you enter your KU ID and just go with that. It's not through KU. Wait, where it's did you a, park? It's a in that, that parking garage is run by a third party parking system. The one like right there? Yeah, it's not done through KU parking. Weird, I didn't realize. It's called that. like Park Mobile or something like that. The app. Because I was gonna say KU fine. parking strikes again. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's apparently not a KU, um, KU parking affiliate, if you want to call it that. Weird. Whatever. I was so angry. Wild. <laughs> Just frustrated beyond words. Um, anyway, um, Bryce Harper finally signs. Mm-hmm. Finally. So do you want to go through that for a second? Yeah, so he signed for, uh, so far, it's not like official official yet, but all the reports are there. Uh, 13 years, $330 million, biggest mm-hmm. free agent deal ever. Yeah, huge. Yeah. So obviously we don't know all the details. We don't know what the incentives are. Mm-hmm. The one interesting part that you and I talked about. No opt-outs. No opt-outs on either side. Mm-hmm. No opt-outs from the team. No opt-outs from, um, or for Harper and his team. Um so he's stuck. Like, he is a Philly. They are stuck with him. He is stuck with them until further notice. Yeah, the uh, the headline I saw on Bleacher Report, I think, was uh, Bryce is in Philadelphia forever. Forever. And it seemed like, originally I was like, okay, that's dramatic. Like, that's funny and dramatic. But then I was like, wait. 13 years. 13 years. I mean, he might retire at the end of that. Yeah. I mean, he'll That's have, a long time. He'll have an ass load of cash, so I mean, yeah. why not? It's just, I, I don't know. I think I can't even get excited about it because I'm just like, finally, yeah. sick of seeing it. No, that's fair. I mean, it's literally the last day in February. Spring training has started. Right. And he's just chilling as a free agent doing nothing. Yep. I mean, that's probably wasn't doing nothing. I but... like for selfish reasons, though. I was just sick of seeing it on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Like just genuinely like annoyed with it. Yeah. And tired of seeing it. Yeah. But. I'm happy it's over. I'm happy we don't have any more Bryce Harper drama. He is a Philly for the foreseeable future. And then uh, that'll be that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think it's interesting that his deal was larger than Manny Machado's. But honestly, we have absolutely beat the dead horse on talking about their free agency yeah. status. So we won't get into it anymore. If you're interested, tune into last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. The next thing we're going to talk about is a real tragedy in the sports community. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Witten. Yeah. No longer in the broadcast booth. He's coming back to play football for his 16th season. 16th sounds right. Um, and he'll, he'll, you know, we don't get the pleasure of listening to him sort of fumble his way through broadcasts on Monday Night Football anymore where he goes, as you can see, he may or may not have a have a passed the ball <laughs> after someone just bombed it. Like Patrick Mahomes could have thrown it like seventy yards for a touchdown, he would have been like, as you see, he he may or may not have done that. That is a football play. <laughs> yes, Jeez. is he really like that? It's horrible. He is so bad in the broad. It's it's a little what what's the right word? It's a little unbearable. Wow. Like he's bad that's a bold statement like really 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 bad mm-hmm. but whatever we don't have to deal with it anymore he's back on the field um so he can join Which antonio is... gates as the two oldest tight ends in the nfl I mean, that's weird right like going from broadcasting back to the nfl well i mean he was only out for a year 
Yeah, but even so, I don't know that that's kind of odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's something you see that often, but yeah. I think he might have realized, okay, I could probably play a couple more years and make some money doing that, and I don't think I'm going to be employed in broadcasting anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair, too, if he you really know, is that bad. It, it's it's terrible. I mean, it's sort of like him and Tony Romo are sort of the opposites mm-hmm. on broadcasts. Where it's like Tony, Tony Romo is good. Tony, well, he just seems like he knows everything that's going to happen before. Yeah, it happens. but he's good though. Right. Um, whereas Jason Witten, he doesn't even seem like he's played the game of football before. Sometimes, <laughs> like where I'm like, does he actually have a grasp of how this game is played? Does he know what's happening? Right. Or is he just like there to agree and go? Yeah, that sounds right to me, and then move on. <laughs> like, sure. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, but. Yeah, we will miss his talents or lack thereof in the broadcasting booth for years, I'm sure, to oh, come. Yeah. Um, the next thing, and maybe the uh, most pressing issue on our minds, is KU's streak. Oh, my God. And everything that goes into that, let's call it a mess. I mean, I think that's a very fair description of it. We, we have gone down the rabbit hole. Uh, Emma and I have on discussing how exactly it could happen mm-hmm. if it were to happen. Right. And we need a lot of things to go our way. Yeah. I mean, it, it needs everything needs to go really well for even a share of it. Right. And so our next three games are Oklahoma State, yep. Oklahoma, which are both away games, mm-hmm. which we suck on the road. Yeah. I mean, Jesus um, Christ. And Baylor is our last game of the season. Kansas State's. They play Baylor at home, then they play at TCU, then they play Oklahoma at home to close out their season, and then Texas Tech, their schedule is, their next game is at TCU Mm -hmm. versus Texas, so at home for them, and then at Iowa State on Iowa State Senior Night. Yeah. We need (laughs) some heroics, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. Let's say TCU and Iowa State. We need TCU to beat Kansas State when mm-hmm. Kansas State goes um, to uh, Fort Worth and plays them. And we need Iowa State to beat Texas Tech at home on their senior night. Honestly, if both teams lost all three games, that'd be great. But I and don't see And we have to it. win out. And we have to win out in order for this to happen. So what, what, like, are you thinking? I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually, like, genuinely scared. Because I saw stuff, uh, you know, a few weeks ago that was like, hey, remember last year's team? They were kind of in the same boat. They were two games back at this point, or had two losses at this point, too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? That's fair. Like, I'm going to hold out hope. But now we're getting down to the wire. And right. I'm really not feeling hopeful anymore. But last year's team, it always felt like, it sort of felt like they had... But it didn't feel hopeless. Yeah, you know what it felt like? It felt like they knew it was going on. It felt like <sighs> I could I could believe in them to walk out on the court and fight every single right. game and not just get their doors fucking blown off. Yeah. Because I don't know with this team sometimes. Like, I don't know which team will show up. Yeah. It, will it be the team where Quentin Grimes scores, you know, 12 points and contributes yeah. and shoots 50% from three? Or will it and be actually the... does his job? Right. Yikes. Yeah. And where Mitch is in full full on prison, prison Mitch, Mitch mode. <laughs> um or will it be the team that just sort of doesn't exist? 
who doesn't yeah. show up. Because let's be honest, this team hasn't shown up some games. Yeah, for sure. And it's really hurt them down the stretch. Yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. I, that that so, Oklahoma State game scares the shit out of me. Predictions, then. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to get it or no? Oh, God. Um, and if not, who wins it? I think... I think if we don't get it, so I'm going to frame it this way. Okay. I think if we don't win out, because I, I could totally see a scenario where we go to Oklahoma State in our next game and lose. Yeah. Because, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course we would. It's <laughs> Oklahoma State. Um, and we always seem to play like crap against them while they're at home. Um, so I could totally see that happening. But I think if it's not us, it'll be Texas Tech. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think they'll do it outright. I agree. Uh, and I only think that because it would be the most Bruce Weber, Kansas State thing ever to lose this game against Baylor. Baylor, Oklahoma, one of the two, drop one of the two at home mm-hmm. and then lose the TCU on the road and go two and three in their final three games. Or, uh, sorry, lose the Texas one Tech. and two in their final three games. Wait, do they play TCU or Texas Tech? TCU. Oh. They play at TCU. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. So there's no there's no like uh game between Kansas State and Texas Tech, thank goodness, because now, you know, yeah, one team can't really solidify themselves up front. Um but yeah. Who We we actually talked about this in my journalism class today. Okay. And uh somebody was talking about how nervous they were for the streak and our professor was like, K State is gonna do what K State always does, and they're gonna find a way to, to choke mess it. it up. To choke it away. And I was like, oh my God, do not jinx it. Because, I mean, I mean, it's true. Like, it's, it's, that's a fair thing to say is they pretty consistently choke. Well, I mean, it, it would just, it'd be the most Bruce Weber thing in the Except entire world. Except when we freaking play him. Yeah. <laughs> at, well, at Brambledge. Yeah. But we say that, though, and we've won like 62 of the last 67 meetings. No, for sure. And I, uh, and, there's always a graphic that goes around after, like, the this is our state graphic, right. you know? And, uh, where it has the win loss totals yeah. for all the sports. And, and yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's ab- absolutely insane. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think you can sit there and look at, you know, what KU's been able to do and just in dominating that series yeah and say oh we always fuck up against them even though when we do lose to them i feel like it's magnified and it hurts a little more yeah because we're like no we should have won I'm, I we meant, don't lose i didn't mean like ku fucks up i meant k-state shows up that was what I oh meant. yeah 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 well i feel like any team that we play you know they yeah. always have a guy this is my favorite thing and my uh roommates and i have talked about this where they always have a guy who comes onto the court and they say the line like he is a 20 percent three-point shooter on the year and then that guy comes out and he is like six of seven from three against us it doesn't fail find a statistic find a guy who shoots like crap and as soon as they play ku that dude is going to be lights out yeah for sure for the whole game like it just it doesn't seem to fail k uh oklahoma state has a guy who i'm failing to remember his name um but in their last game he shot like 70 percent from three wow and like i just know i know he's gonna come out and just hit some bullshit like 70 runner threes yeah that's crazy it, it is it, it's very frustrating yeah for sure <laughs> to say the least um let me see if i can find him real quick because it is 
it's kind of remarkable how so then, well he was able to shoot. So, something that I always wonder about if, like, I know that everyone knows when you come to Allen Fieldhouse, you're going to have an insane crowd there every sure. single time. So I always wonder because when we go to away games, it's always packed, like very consistently packed. And I wonder if that's why sometimes we do so poorly on the road. Not saying that's the only reason, but I, also, I always wonder if that contributes. Because, I mean, if you watch, like, Oklahoma State, like, versus TCU, right, or some random game like that, mm-hmm. it's, nev- it's never as packed as it is when Oklahoma State plays KU. Then it's a massive game and the stands are completely full. Well, I mean, it's, it's you know, an opportunity to watch your team knock off a generally what is a top 10 team. Yeah. And so, you know... Um, of course, like it's going to fill up. It's yeah. going to be packed every single game. Uh, and it's Lindy waters, by the way, oh, okay, gotcha. he's a shooting guard for them. He went seven of 10 from three against Texas tech. Wow. Yeah. And they almost won that game. It was 84 to 80 tech. So, um, that's closer than you'd expect for sure. Oh yeah. Considering Oklahoma state plays plays mm-hmm. like three walk-ons right now. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot closer than you would have expected. Um, but yeah, teams always show up and play, show up to play against KU. It's just, you know, it's the nature of being like, quote unquote, a blue blood, blue blood program. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, this happens to every blue blood. It happens to Duke. It happens to North Carolina. If you're a school like that, teams are going to show up and they're going to play their best game against you because they want to beat you. They want to knock you off your throne in air quotes. Um, so yeah, I, I haven't really picked a team to play spoiler um, to Texas Tech and to Kansas State. If I had to pick one, I'm going to say TCU. Just because it, it feels right. Both of those games are at TCU. I think they could do it. I don't think it's unrealistic to think that TCU could knock off Kansas State and Texas Tech. TCU's not a bad team. Yeah. I think they've dropped. I think they've had a bad streak lately like a bad yeah but their game against us was competitive right i mean yeah <laughs> why do you say it like that it i mean was a competitive I, game. I, I say it like that because we were playing on the road we're horrible on the road we turned the ball over a bunch like when we played them well, yeah but they it, were at home and they yeah. played well right and so yeah they played competitive against maybe the worst road team in the big 12 I mean, um yeah. But I, I'm very, very curious to see. I will be a big TCU supporter. Let's put it that way. In any game that Tech and Kansas State are playing from here till the end of the season, I will be strongly supporting <laughs> the other team. You're just going to paint like a horned frog on your chest? Um, Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I might, I might paint a horned frog, might get TCU tattooed somewhere on my body. We don't know. Like we could, just we get could, a neck tattoo. Yeah, we could TCU. go crazy with it, you know? Um, it, it, it truly... God, I want them to play spoiler so bad. Yeah. I, I I would love to see Kansas State drop two or three and have us win out. I mean, that's that's And win ideal. the Big 12 again. Of course, that's ideal. It is ideal, but it, it would just be so much fun to watch yeah. them come down from, like, this place where they're at right now. All their fans, this is our state. We're back, oh, you know. Those signs annoy like, me so much yeah and those tweets and those everything's and just yeah barstool ku and barstool (laughs) k-state got into it on twitter oh my Um, god the burger king we'll highlight this before the break real quick um 
they barstool k-state basically tweeted out this photo or this gif of two GIF, um whatever <laughs> uh we're not even gonna get into Argue that for another time. um <laughs> they sent out this gif of these two KU fans like saying, uh, if you touch me, my daddy will sue you or whatever. I think that was the caption. That was the caption. Something. Yeah. The fans were just like cheering. Excited. They were literally just cheering. <laughs> um, So super original content. Oh on their yeah. End. Like great job. Um, Can't believe they don't write for SNL. But anyway, some guy who I'd never seen before, um, he tweeted out, basically putting him in a body bag saying <laughs> um you're the one who like drunkenly broke i know who runs this account and you drunkenly broke into a burger king and it was your your daddy's money that got you out of that or something yeah. along those lines and you had to use daddy's money to bail you out yeah like that. It, it was phenomenal oh yeah just very quickly phenomenal went like semi-viral like in the ku community on right. twitter it and just people were going crazy for it and then of course um what is it what's their new name now kansas vault r.i.p gif hawk yeah but they oh they came back with so much content and oh it yeah. was awesome i love that account the so much burger king mascot oh, like yeah. sitting alone in a boat and all by myself is playing in the background like and they even did uh oh what, who was the journalist who like showed shoved a picture or not shoved but you know what I'm talking about. He like waved this piece of paper. He in waved front of the, the box score. Yeah. The so face, yeah. Uh, they photoshopped like the Burger King logo on top of that. Well, that like wasn't that. just the Burger King logo. There's a Photoshop going around now of it says uh, it's the Burger King logo, With but Burger Barstool King is replaced. It says Barstool yeah. K State, which is just super great. funny. Yeah. Love that. Love everything about that. Um, with that being said, we're going to hop into our first break. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today on the Easy Sports Podcast, and we will be right back. All right, everyone. Welcome back. Um, Johnny Football. Johnny Manziel. Money Manziel. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> blanked on his name for like two seconds. Yeah. And Johnny Football is the first thing that I was able to spit out. Um, Manziel has officially been booted. That is the <laughs> verbiage that they used. Booted out of the CFL. He is now banned from the league. Mm -hmm. um, he is was cut from his team. Obviously, if he can't. If he's banned from the league, he was cut from his team. Well, um, the CFL basically like said, "Hey, cut this guy." Yeah, you're done. Yeah, like it's over you're for out. you here. Otherwise, um, they were gonna like get kicked out of, or something like that, something crazy. Right, and so he he is out of the league. Um, I read into it. Basically, he when he decided to join the league, there were mandatory meetings with the Canadian Football League that he was supposed to attend and be at. Mm -hmm. Um, so. What happened was he missed them. All as straightforward as that. He just missed them. Every single one. Apparently. He just didn't what? go to the meetings that were required of him. Um, so he, the CFL was like, all right, fine. We're not going to mess around. We're not going to fine you. We're just going to ban you and kick you out of the league. And that's where they went, and that's how they handled the situation. Done and dusted. Jeez. Cleaned their hands of it. Like, it, it is... They moved fast on this. 
they so, did not hesitate at all. Here's the other thing I wonder. He missed all the meetings, right? But how many is all of them? Was it I don't like know. three? Because that makes a difference to me. If it's three versus if it's 20. Right. It, and it, I, I don't know. The, there's been no report on it. I couldn't find out, like where these meetings were or what these meetings are for even yeah like i couldn't legitimately couldn't find out i mean i didn't Um, know it was about meetings the last thing i saw was that he had just violated something with like a contract something like that yeah so like his contract coming into the cfl mandated that he had these meetings with the league um i don't know they didn't say if it was meetings that every player has to have or something like that it sounded like they were special speculation wise and from the realm of speculation it sounded like these were special meetings that he was individually required to go to i mean it would make like once again speculation it would Mm -hmm. make sense that they're individual because could you imagine every single player from every single team having meetings no like it doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense right and so i'm thinking i'm with you on that i think it's individual um here's what i'm happy about Mm -hmm. johnny manziel is now a free agent him and his team released a statement saying that he was excited to come back to the States and see what opportunities for football lied in wait for him in the United States. Now, I'm not thinking NFL. Yeah. I'm thinking Johnny Manziel, yep. new quarterback <laughs> in the Alliance of American <laughs> Football. Come on. That makes a lot of sense. Memphis needs a quarterback, I think. <laughs> Yes, Memphis is Christian Hackenberg. He's terrible. Sure. Get Johnny football. <laughs> get get Money Manziel back on the field for American football. I think it would make a lot of sense that he would go there. It would. Uh, it would be way more interesting. Having him, yeah, yeah. It, I am very excited at the prospect that he could be on one of these AAF teams because I know people are going to get really excited about it but I just want to remind everyone he wasn't that good when he was playing in Montreal yeah this year he was he threw five touchdown passes seven interceptions and had 1,023 yards through the air wow he was not very good yeah and like but nonetheless people are going to get excited he will sell tickets uh, he would oh, generate, yeah, definitely. you know, a little bit of attention for these teams. Um, and I it just love, 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 love the idea of him playing in the AAF. Or, or, and let's not write it off completely, the XFL. That's apparently making a comeback. Yes. What is that? What? Oh, no, <laughs> Emma. You don't know what the XFL is? No. Google on your laptop right now. XFL. All right. The XFL was the original, like, we are going to just, yeah. Report, I, Colin Kaepernick talked joining the XFL, wanted $20 million to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Um, the XFL was, like, this football league that was created uh, back in the day by uh, one of the WWE guys, and they, it was absurd. It was, like, it was some wild stuff that happened they didn't do kickoffs coming two guys just raced for the ball what yeah and they'd like sprint at full speed and then like dive onto it it was crazy shit um the xfl it went bankrupt didn't come back in 2020 apparently they are coming back in 2020 so johnny manzel xfl quarterback sure why not 56 minutes ago sporting news uh released an article is aaf or xfl next for johnny manzel 
That's what so I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he could end up anywhere. The possibilities are endless. I mean, for Johnny Man. I mean, they, they end with the NFL. Yeah, they do end. The possibilities Sorry, have Blue. a narrow range. <laughs> he has a narrow range of opportunities waiting for him on the other side. Wow, I'm talking about him like he's dying. Like, there's a narrow range of opportunities waiting for him on the other side. Good luck um, over there, buddy. Yeah. I'm so excited. I hope yeah. it happens. I hope a team signs him immediately. For the AAF or XFL? I, I, you know what? I hope he signs in the AAF this year. Yeah, me too. Starts playing, and then he goes to the XFL. Oh, my God. Zach. Makes a leap. <laughs> Let's see him in both. Let's see jumping him on leagues. both sides of the ball. Yeah, jumping leagues. Is that going to become a thing? Let's go down the rabbit hole. Could you start jumping leagues for more money? Could you? Would you include the NFL in that? Could you jump for the NFL to the AAF or things like that? Or is this like All right, here, completely different ball games? Let's like, pitch it. You're a backup quarterback. All right. You're I'm not a. There. You're not a. Yeah, you're there. In the mindset. Right. You're a backup quarterback in the NFL. You know, you will not get a starting job. But you I'm know really this. good. But you're really good. You're good enough, in fact, to start. On an AAF team or an XFL team. And they're going to pay you a lot more to do it. I'm going there. I could see you jumping yeah. ship. <laughs> like, they might not be able to pay you, actually, because they're running out of money. But, like, I could see why someone, in theory, if they were able to pay them and if these leagues survive, jumping ship. Yeah. Why not? So, will then that hurt the NFL overall? I don't know. Will that know. make it less competitive? I don't know. I don't know if these leagues... Because if you've got really good guys... Like, I'm a really good backup quarterback, Zach. Right. So if I jump ship... You're in the mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. So if I jump ship, Mm -hmm. is that going to make my team less competitive and hurt the NFL overall? That's the question that you got to ask when you're talking about these competing leagues. Or are you going to just see these leagues as a stepping stone to get into the NFL? Who knows? Good question. These These are all questions... That we will answer as soon as we know that these leagues will be able to survive more than a year. <laughs> as soon as we're that we're like pretty sure, like let's give it five years. As soon as they're sustainable for five years, because we all know with a business it's incredibly difficult to turn a profit within your first few years of operation. Sure. Um. So as soon as they are sustainable for f- five years, sounds fair. Yeah. Sure. We'll call it five. We'll short sight this. Um, so in five years, we'll get back to you. In five years, <laughs> we will have the answer to this conversation right now. And we will figure out um, if this actually came to fruition. I could see it happening. I could see a couple of guys doing it. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Sitting there. Ba- there's there's a backup quarterback out there right now who's like, I'm better than Christian Hackenberg. I could take that guy. I could take that starting. I'm better than Christian Hackenberg and Zach Mettenberger. I could I could be an AAF starting quarterback. Yeah. You know? Nick Foles is a free agent now, AAF. Open up the checkbook. <laughs> oh, yeah. For um, sure. But, yeah, I it, it's kind of, um, kind of ridiculous, if you'll say. I don't know. I'm excited at the idea of it. Yeah. What are we going to talk about next? Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade. Thank you. Um, I don't know why I blanked on that. You're good. I, I'm having a spacey day today. Um, yeah, and I'm picking up the slack. What the hell is this? I know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Dwayne Wade hit an amazing buzzer beater last night yeah. against the Warriors to win the game. Um, should I just play the audio? Oh, yeah. Play the call? Yeah. All right. So here, here's the call from, to give a little context, the score is 125 Warriors, 123 Heat. 
two seconds left um, in the game, and Dwayne Wade is pulling up from three. Here we go. That was just magic. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about that moment was just exhilarating for me as a sports fan yeah, to watch. Of course. I mean, that call is phenomenal. That's Yeah, I love the commentary. Yeah. There. Um But I love Dwayne Wade and I love that like, you know, this is his victory lap yeah. of a season, basically. Yeah. And I love that he's getting moments like this. Because I mean, who knows if he will get another shot like this for the rest of his career right which um, is this season so then the question is mm-hmm. who your life depends on this all right puts you in the mindset again your life depends on it who if it's the last shot of a game has to come from three has okay. to come from three all right ball in their hands you're leaving it up to them they got to make this shot or it's game over for you literally game over on your life you're gonna be mad Okay. Larry Bird. Yeah. Why? <laughs> because he's so clutch. I mean, he's like a career 30% from three. Doesn't matter. I've had this he's still debate. Win games well, I've you. had this debate with people before. He is not that good of a shooter. And wins championships, doesn't he? Yeah, from like two on a layup. Yeah, but clutch is clutch. Uh, I... I'm going to say that he's... He's he's good enough that I would be able to confidently say, like, yeah, he can take that shot. But I don't know with all the phenomenal three-point shooters that we've had in our league's history. Or our leagues. Jesus. We're in the mindset, um, guys. Yeah, um, in the NBA's history, that you can say, yes, Larry, Bo- Bur- Bud. Larry Bird <laughs> is definitively the best one. The only one in this conversation because he is clutch. I'm not saying he's the only one in the conversation. There are plenty of clutch players out there. Yeah, of course there are. But Kevin I'm Garnett fan. was I'm a clutch. Fan. Kevin Garnett, speaking of the Celtics, was clutch. Yeah, absolutely he was. But I'm not putting the ball in his hand from three and saying, take the shot. I'm just All going you. historically, I would give it to Larry Bird. Okay. I, I would disagree, obviously, mm-hmm. in every way. Okay. Um, <laughs> just let's make that clear. Um, <laughs> I'd probably pick, I'd probably pick like Ray Allen. I mean, that's totally I would valid. put the ball in Ray Allen's hand yeah. from three to win a game for sure. That's fair. He's a phenomenal three-point shooter, much better than Larry Bird. Some would say. I've seen him hit big hey. shots in the NBA Finals before to tie games from three. Um. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Ray Allen. Larry Bird, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I doubt he is. Please sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> Please support my decision, Larry Bird. If Larry Bird was listening to this, he'd probably call him and be like Ray Allen for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, uh, there's no way. He's not that. What I wonder how many times he's won a game on a three point shot. He okay. NBA.com. Okay. Lists him as the second most clutch player in NBA history. Who's first? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look. I'm guessing it's going to be Michael Jordan. That would make sense. It is Michael Jordan. There you yeah. go. Um, I just, I don't know. I wouldn't trust it. He could, he could put up a shot and I'd be like, I don't know. Like, oh, that's not going in. 
Like, I just wouldn't believe it. I from that era, I'd probably take Magic over him. From three, sure, probably bold statement. Yeah. Wait, are we reviving the Celtics Lakers rivalry right now? <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're... This is actually a good time to revive it. They're both good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Celtics are good. I don't think the Lakers are bad. No, they kind of suck. LeBron, LeBron legitimately looks like he's just sort of going through the motions right now. Like he, it's like playoff mode, and he's leaving guys open from three, yeah. and like barely sticking his arm up to like defend them. Oh, I saw a video. Did you see the video that went viral the other day of uh, him like leaving the guy yes. open, then sticking and his then arm up at his teammates? Looking his teammate, like, why yeah. did you guard him? Yeah, you guys that cover was bad. him. Yeah, I just he, the Lakers are so bad. And I don't, I don't know what the problem is. Sorry, I sorry, I just got breaking news from Bleacher Report. Okay. The Dodgers offered Bryce Harper forty-five million a year for four years. Holy shit! Yeah, and the Giants offered him a shit ton of money too. Forty-five million a year. Yeah, it, it would be a, it would have been a four-year, one hundred and eighty million dollar deal. And I also saw that the Giants were willing to offer him a ton of money. And they were willing to go above the Phillies' offer. Wow. Yeah. Wait, they're. B- I don't. Wow. All right. Something. Something sold him on Philly. Then. Yeah. He it, must it, have a fat signing bonus yeah. coming his way. Um, that's kind of. I mean, that's ridiculous. Forty-five million a year. Let's just be clear. Uh, the Giants made a three hundred and ten million dollar offer to Bryce Harper. Um, I'll look at how many years. I think it was. I think it was 10, um, 12 years, 12 oh, years, 310 okay. million, but they were willing to go higher. Wow. But the only problem with that is they would have had to go well over 330 million to get it done because of California taxes. So that makes a lot of sense. There you go. There's, there's the kicker right there. Yep. Um, wow. That is an insane amount of money. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, I, I get where he's coming from signing a 13 year deal for that much money mm-hmm. offers a little bit more security than a four-year deal does yeah but let's put it let's twist it is bryce harper not willing to gamble on himself Ooh. does he not believe in himself that he'll be as good in four years or worth that kind of money in four years i think he might just have the mindset of this is my opportunity right now i'd be stupid to not take this or maybe he's a super i mean obviously he's a super competitive guy mm-hmm. so maybe he's like i want the biggest deal in history and maybe that's just the mindset. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I, 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 wild. We could twist it and say that he doesn't believe yeah. in himself. Bryce I Harper. Because I here's the thing. I don't like the Giants as an organization. Why? Be- because I just don't like them. Because they. Why do you not like Larry Bird, Zach? It's a, it's I don't. I never said I didn't like Larry Bird. <laughs> I, I just know. don't I want. I twisted your words. It's a joke. But like. If, no. If no. somebody offered me. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody said, hey, Emma. You can go to San Francisco and live there for 10 years, and we'll give you $300 million to do that. Sure. I'd be like, hell yeah. Taxes. San Francisco's a great city, though. Taxes. Yeah, but wouldn't you want to live somewhere where you're going to be, like, super happy and the weather's great? Hear me out. Taxes. He can go to Philly. (laughs) Yeah, taxes. Uh, He can go to Philly, earn more money, and then when he retires, he'll be able to live anywhere in the world, wherever he wants. He can live somewhere where the sun shines 365 days a year if he really wants to. Really? Sure. I'm 
I see what you're saying. Because, because you know, he... I just think, like, for me, okay, for me, okay. where I'm at matters a whole lot. I'm right. not going to move somewhere that I, like, don't want to be in that city. Even if they offered me a ton more money. I was about to say, hypothetically, you have to choose between two cities and the contracts are... All right, give me the two cities. Um, You got to go between Pittsburgh and... We'll say San Francisco for the sake of saying San Francisco. Okay. But Pittsburgh's offering you a lot more money. And I, I know in this case it was pretty competitive. Yeah. But you're going to make a lot more in Pittsburgh because of taxes. I don't know if it's true, but we'll just say they're better than Here's in California. Here's my thought. Okay. Absolutely California still. Because even if Pittsburgh offers me $400 million, an oh, insane bullshit. amount of money. <laughs> bullshit. You would pass up $400 million because you wanted to live in California and just chill. Well, I'm, I'm not saying 400 versus 100, but if it was 400 versus like 350, yeah, I'd probably go with California. Mm. Now, see, oh, I would just take the 400. You can live off of like so, so comfortably. You can retire on like $20 million. Yeah, Why course. the hell would I need? Four hundred million dollars. I'm just saying, in theory, earn the money, earn the keep, live there, you know, do whatever like you gotta do to get through the, yeah, that but, time. But what if and then and then come out of it and know I made more money there than I would anywhere else and I can live anywhere I want now. Okay, I'm retired so I signed a twelve year contract, right? Yeah. So I'm in year eight of this and I hate where I'm living and I die. What? Why would you die? Why would I not die? What Shit you... happens, Zach. Yeah, I could twist a hypothetical in any way. I could say, well, what if I'm walking down the street and an elephant falls out of the sky and kills me? I mean, it could happen. Why would you die from like just not enjoying where you live? No, I, I, maybe I get hit by a car. I don't know. But you but could like, get hit by a car in San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. But I would have enjoyed my time in San Francisco. I would have enjoyed the last eight years of my life. Yeah, but then in you're... Pittsburgh, I would not have enjoyed the last eight years but of my life. But then you're just nitpicking the situation. You can no, die anywhere where... at any time. Yeah. So wouldn't you want to be? Wouldn't you want to die somewhere that you want to die? You, but we, you inherently, we don't get that choice. No, of course not. But like, I would, I, dude, it's just me. I, would... I but I'm saying live for the extended quality of your life, versus having the momentary satisfaction and the right now satisfaction. That's where my mindset's at. I'm just always like, you never know what could happen. Shoot your shot. Wow. Do, we, what, do what you want to be happy in, the, we, in we, that moment. We are hitting this on a deep level right now. Yeah, but I mean, like, of course you want to extend your happiness, and of course you want to have that, you know, cushion mm -hmm. in your life, but you never know what could happen. Uh, yep, you're right. You, I, hmm, I agree with you on that. <gasps> but. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. With that being said. Do you said, disagree with me? I agree that you would never, you can never know what will happen. I disagree with you on living in California over you Pittsburgh in this scenario. I'm still going to take the win. That's a win for you. You agreed with me on one thing. Okay. I don't think that's ever happened before. Oh, God. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, you absolutely should not have. Shouldn't have said it. It's going to be the title of this episode. Zach agrees with Emma one time. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but with that being said, with this intense hypothetical that we've conjured up <laughs> out of nowhere. Intense. That was intense. Um. Thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter. At Easy Sports Pod. Thank you very much. Wow, um, that was really done well. Yeah, wow, you really nailed it. <laughs> One-timer. Pat um, myself on the back real fast. And then, uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter. Stay tuned for more episodes. We are going to try and figure out what happened with the last two's audio. Yeah.
We have no idea. It's sort of our bad. We're stumped on it. Like it just technical difficulties just demolished us last week. Yeah, it really seems like something was wrong with our equipment. We have no idea. We've been very, very, you know, on top of the audio in this episode, trying to figure out what the for lack of a better word, what the fuck happened? Well, and you say we, you have been. You're the one who does all the audio. <laughs> You've been making sure it's good. And I've been like, so, okay, cool. Yeah. But <laughs> we're, right. we're trying to figure it out. Um, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Uh, if there's anything that you want to hear or anything you want us to talk about before our next episode, hit us up at Easy Sports Pod on Twitter. Let us know. Slide into the DMs. <laughs> we will... Be sure to get back to you. Thank you so much for joining us. See you guys later. I had to fight for the